You are listening to the Power and Pros podcast, a platform that serves as an active advocate for Black women to embody their authentic voice. Power and Pros is a space of healing and an invitation to profess the power you possess. Come along on the journey and let's get into the show. What's up, cool kids? You're tuned in to another episode of the Power and Pros podcast. Hey, y'all. I, who? This episode is for me. I hope that it helps y'all. Hope that it encourages y'all. But it is for me. There are times when we be playing, like straight up. It is the middle of the year, okay? And I believe that it's a rough time. There are a lot of transitions that are happening. Um, a lot of us have changed locations and where we live we've changed how we work if we work at all we have started new creative projects stopped creative projects we might have dealt with things with loved ones whether they're here still with us or not ourselves our mental health our physical health there are so many things that have transpired in the past year and some and it's really not new right? Life is always changing. Things are always evolving and shifting. But the way that they evolved and shifted in the past year and some change has been vastly different than what we're used to. And it is causing me, in thinking about that, how I, what tools that I use, how I show up for people, how I show up for myself, it is evolving and it is taking a while for your girl to adjust to that okay I want things to be how they are and don't move don't shift don't change now that we're used to working from home for example I don't want to go back to the office I don't know if y'all can feel me but I don't want to go back I'm now used to this and this is what we're doing and so because that's not how life works and things don't stay the same and there are going to be transitions and things that happen that don't always line up they're not according to plan they don't make sense it really 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 comes down to your foundation your tools going back to basics to set you up for the next chapter to set you up for the next chapter and so I was reading in Genesis and I wanted to kind of share some encouragement with y'all, something that encouraged me. And just to remind y'all that we're in this together. We're all going through things individually that are so wildly different from the person that's next to us, right? The people that are close to us. However, all of us are going through this thing called life at the exact same time time there are so many things that we have in common with each other that we could use each other for in a positive way that we could uplift each other that I don't think we take advantage of enough and so I'm reminding myself to reach out to my network and do what I can but I also wanted to um, remind you guys of that very same thing that I'm a resource anything that I share here on the show anything that I share on power and pros in general as an entity and then I want you guys to share with me because like I said your girl needed to read this okay I've been struggling so we'll get into the power punch of the week and then we'll get into it all right this is a short one this week but I think it's good 
every time I think poetry has deserted me, I get still enough to find it's always been there. I think that you can replace the word poetry in this poem with anything and it is applicable to y'all, right? And so every time I think God has deserted me, I get still enough to find he's always been there. Or every time I think songwriting, cooking, anything that you miss in this moment, I think that if we get still enough, quiet enough, inquisitive enough, tired enough, that we'll create the space and the time to welcome what it is that we're actually missing, right? And so when you're making busy work, when you're running, when you're being avoidant, when you are making excuses, when you're running around the subject, when you're throwing yourself into work, when you're being lethargic and not working at all, like all of these things are distractions. And when we become laser focused on them, you can't tell what's for you and what's not for you. You can't tell what you're supposed to dive into and what you're not supposed to dive into. And everything just seems hazy. That's how I've been feeling is everything is super, super hazy. And so one night I got my playlist out. I have a playlist that I love to write to called, shoot, (laughs) what is it called? It's called, oh, I have no words or there are no words. I think it's I have no words. And it's mostly instrumentals and little like vibey things. And I put it on and I just write to it. And it feels so great, especially because it's instrumental, because I then get to make the words un untarnished by the words of others. So I'm not writing to somebody else's words and like kind of going off their thoughts, but it's just me. And however that song makes me feel, however the room feels at the time, whatever is sitting in my head that needs to get out. And so I haven't been writing at all. <laughs> And I had to go back to that. I had to go back to the basics. I had to get still enough even to allow myself to write. And so with the Power Punch this week, I wanted to encourage you guys to go back to it. Whatever it is, especially as cities in the U.S. are starting to open up, take advantage of it as as much as you feel comfortable. If you especially haven't been going out Um, maybe go to your favorite restaurant, try a new restaurant. It's summer. So you could go out and just feel the sun on you. I went to the beach this past week and that was amazing. I went to LA with some friends also, and that was dope just to be around different energy in a different city and to wear summery clothes that I haven't been wearing because I haven't been outside, like, you know, just shaking it up a little bit, but going back to routine and to go back to reading my bible child like you know what I mean I think we can get in those little spurts and when that happens we throw away things that we actually need to survive and so in the piece that I shared I talk about getting still enough to realize it's always been there some things that we need weren't affected by COVID there are some things like eating lunch there's some days I don't eat early enough or I wait too long to order my lunch or make it or what have you and food was there this whole time right that's a basic need that I need to think to create to do anything 
And when we get in these modes, in these moments, we start to throw basic things out that we actually need to take us to the next phase. And so I just want us to get still enough. Maybe it's right now and you turn the podcast off and you just sit and realize what's always been there this whole time that you just need to bring remembrance to, that you need to come back to, and that'll propel you forward to the next phase of where you're supposed to go. So hope this helped. Let's get into the episode. All right. So as I said in the upfront, I was reading in Genesis about Jacob. And so I started in 31 and I was reading through to through 33. And so I took a couple of notes and I was writing some things down. And I knew I wanted to share these things with you. And so if I can be real with y'all and if you can relate please hit your girl up. Okay. We can be in this thing together, but I've just been feeling waves of being overwhelmed to be honest and feeling like I don't even know what the next step is. Right. And so there was a day when I didn't wash clothes and I was like, okay, I need to put my laundry away. I hadn't eaten lunch yet. And I was like, I also need to eat. And then I hadn't drank water and I was like, I need to drink more water. (laughs) And then I was, it was a work day. I needed to do some work. And so I had all these things like in my brain, I needed to order groceries, hadn't done that yet. Friend texted me, I need to text them back. My mom called me, I missed her call, I need to call her back, right? And then if you noticed, I didn't do the newsletter last week. And so I had that on my brain. So I had all these things happening at the exact same time. And I had to prioritize. And I think that prioritization is super important in those moments of feeling overwhelmed when you feel like there are a lot of things that are calling for your attention. Because one, it censors you, it brings you back to today. What is affecting you right now? What if it doesn't get done, you won't be able to move forward to tomorrow. And that allows you to see things a bit clearer once you once you turn your attention to those things. And when I was reading in Genesis, specifically Genesis 32, 9 through 12, we see that Jacob is preparing for something. So right before this, Jacob was at his stepfather's house and he was working for him for years. And then he, in a dream... God told him to get his stuff and go back to his native land. And so he packed up everything and he's preparing to go home. However, last time he was home, he was in two of his brother Esau. And so in my Bible, the upfront of 32 says preparing to meet Esau. And the word preparing, prepared was my word of the year in 2020. And so I think whenever I see the word preparing, It just means something to me, right? It hits me. And so when I was reading in chapter 32, verses 9 through 12, I'm going to read it for you guys and then I'll kind of pop in. So verse 9 reads, Then Jacob said, God of my father Abraham and God of my father Isaac, the Lord who sent me, The Lord, sorry, the Lord who said to me, go back to your land and to your family and I will cause you to prosper. 
I am unworthy of all the kindness and faithfulness you have shown to your servant. Indeed, I crossed over the Jordan with my staff, and now I have become two camps. Please rescue me from my brother Esau, for I am afraid of him. Otherwise, he may come and attack me, the mothers and their children. You have said, I will cause you to prosper, and I will make your offspring like the sea, the sand of the sea, too numerous to be counted. And so pretty much Jacob is scared. His brother is coming. If we pop up to verses six, um, you'll see that it says he has 400 men with him. So Jacob's servants see that his brother is coming. He got 400 people with him and they're like, bruh, <laughs> like we need to get prepared because he's on the way. And as I said last time, the brothers saw each other things didn't go so well so this top of verse 7 actually reads Jacob was greatly afraid and distressed and that's how I've been feeling I feel afraid about everything that I need to do I have some things that are transitioning in my life and I feel distressed about it okay when transitions happen they can be stressful that's just the point blank period about it that's in my experience they're stressful okay and so there are three key things that Jacob does in verses 9 through 12 when he's afraid that I wrote down and that I wanted to share with you guys the first thing was that he calls on the Lord verse 9 begins with then Jacob said God of my father Abraham he calls on God first well low-key not first (laughs) low-key not first which is why I think he was more stressed than he needs to be to be honest he started separating out his camp and devising a plan and working to make things kind of fall as he wanted them to fall when really God already sent him and the beginning of verse oh sorry the beginning of chapter 32 begins with Jacob went on his way and God's angels met him like is he serious God's angels met you as you're doing what God calls you to do and then a couple verses later you hear some news that your brother's coming but you knew you were going to see him you're going home you know what I mean it's like we hear a word from God then something happens and then all of a sudden we forget the word it's like that is that's not it and so after that happens we see Jacob is kind of um, trying to make his own plan and figure out how things are going to work out but once we get to verse 9 we see that he calls on the Lord and I think that is a key thing that he did when he's afraid because God is the the one who called him number one and God calls all of us and He's the only one that knows what's going to happen next. He's the one who told Jacob where to go. And he's the one who's making it happen because Jacob could have, you know what I'm saying? There's so many things that could have happened. He provided angels along the way. So he's the only one that can provide what Jacob needs for the rest of his journey. So that was a key thing that I saw. Number one, call on the Lord. Number two, acknowledge your fear to God. Can I tell y'all, I <laughs> I call people when I'm afraid, when I'm mad, when I'm happy. I call people all the time. I have a squad of folks that I call and each of them, it depends on the situation, 
certain people are number one on the list on the person I'm call, depending on what's going on. And when I'm afraid or when I'm distressed, as we see Jacob is in chapter 32, I acknowledge my fear, but I'm acknowledging it to man, to people. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes when we do that, people actually end up affirming the fear. They make it larger than God says it is. They make it larger than your purpose says it is. They make it larger than the end of the story that we already know where Jesus has conquered everything. And if we look at Jacob's servants in chapter 32, they're following along his wives, everybody. He's like, okay, they're like, your brother's coming. And then he starts giving these retorts and everything. Nobody says we should pray to God about this or God's going to protect us or anything. That's, that's not what happens. And I think that we forget sometimes that people are human just like us and these folk don't got the answers that <laughs> they just don't have them but God does and so acknowledging our fear to God is key it invites him back into the situation it low it subconsciously reminds you of who has a true authority in your situation and it's not your situation it's God each and every time and so when we see in chapter 32 verse 11 i'm going to read it again please rescue me from my brother esau for i am afraid of him for i am afraid of him it's that simple it's that simple god please help me with my presentation at work tomorrow because i'm afraid i'm gonna mess up god please help me in this job interview that i have tomorrow because i really want this position and I'm nervous I'm going to fumble over my words. God, please help me with this difficult conversation I have to have with my mom because I don't want to hurt her feelings. And I'm afraid what I have to say will will do that. There are just so many things where it disarms the fear. It disarms the situation and it disarms you from being defensive, from overworking, from shutting down when we take the fear from us vocalize it but vocalize it to god the almighty the all-knowing the all-powerful he's the one not the two period so that's the second thing that i saw that was key that jacob did when he was afraid and then the third thing was to remember god's word and repeat it so you'll see in verse 12 it reads you have said i will cause you to prosper and I will make your offspring like the sand of the sea, too numerous to be counted. That was something that God said to Jacob in a different chapter, different season, right? And I feel that God says so many things to us. There are so many things that we just feel called to. We feel moved by. We feel are ours to claim. And like I said, as life happens, you can forget those things or you don't see those things. So as Esau is coming toward Jacob and he got 400 folks with him, there is no way if I'm Jacob, I'm sitting here like, okay, um, and I'm going to have, you know what I'm saying? Offspring that's too numerous to be counted. It's like, we might die tonight. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so you have to combat what you see with what God says and that is so 
difficult at times. It's so difficult. There was a moment when I had a six session or business meeting, prayer moment, what have you with God. And I wrote down, I felt like he was telling me, write down everything, write down everything. And there are times when I write things down that are finished that are perfect, that are ready to be presented on the show, that are ready to be presented on Instagram, that are complete just to me. And God is telling me to write down everything. And part of it is because I am forgetful. I will forget what he said when I start to see that 400 people thing, obstacle coming my way, even though I'm doing what God told me to do. Jacob was in the right place at the right time, headed in the right direction. It was a word from God. But as soon as he seen that opposition, he got afraid. And a key thing that he did was remembered God's word and then repeated it back to God, the authority who set it in motion in the first place. When you do stuff like that, it's not reminding God of who he is or building up his his faith in himself it's you building up your faith in God's word it's you being reminded it's you putting on spiritual blinders for a second to have a moment with God so that way when you're back out into your circumstance you now can see correctly you can see what's going on and it's not in a worldly sense about whatever's coming at you or what have you from before you now can see what God said and then you have the faith to continue to move forward no matter what you see because you remember what God said I had listened to a sermon uh maybe a year ago now and it was like when you have a God said that's all you need that's your fast pass that is your vaccination card child like that is your ticket that's your ticket and everything that comes against a God said won't stand because God ain't say that you know what I'm saying and so we have to be reminded of those things um so I just I don't know I wanted to leave y'all with that and um yeah 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 go to God with your worries because he knows the beginning and he knows the end stay God's word even when it don't make sense okay Jacob thought Esau was going to kill him so if he thought his life was in danger I can't even really make sense of you talking about my offspring are going to be numerous because I kind of need to we all need to survive this and I don't see how we're going to survive this he said it anyway he said you're the one who said but my offspring are going to be like sand on the sea we're going to be too numerous to count like he repeated what was told to him and so we have to do that same thing y'all write down everything any ideas that you have I don't care if you're too scared to start them if you don't have what you need to begin if you are whatever you're in if you don't have the space the time the money the capacity the mental space to think about it right now write it down your prayers write them down your responses that you hear from God write them down your own bible study all my notes that I'm looking at right now are in a notebook and not on my bible app like write everything down one 
when you write it slows down your processing so it allows you to think that much more clearer you have more ideas than you think and once you get them out of your head they continue to flow and you can actually begin to kind of have a brainstorming session without even trying just getting things out and thirdly if you pray before you do it it turns into a spiritual practice that you can't even begin to have in any other form and so as I said before I don't have this all down okay your girl is just now getting back to basics and writing herself but when we face battles we leave with something we didn't have before and that's our testimony okay and anything else as we seek God everything else is additive and I truly believe that as we build up our faith in this season after everything we've been through after everything that you've been through everything you've accomplished everything that you've faced all the battles that you've had to go into unsure of what the outcome was going to be God sees you he sees you okay he's been cheering you on this whole time he sent angels specifically to your battleground to fight on your behalf things that you didn't even see were coming your way he got you and he's spoken to you so many times in so many different ways sit out in nature and see what happens um writing things out in tv shows okay i was watching real housewives and nini and phaedra didn't spoke to me <laughs> there's so many ways that god speaks to us and we have to record them when we're fearful that we won't see what God says come to pass, we have to go to him with our fears. We have to seek him in every situation. That's the power tool. Seek God, address your fears to God, and then repeat the word of God. Those are the power tools. Those are the power moves. That is, that's the enchilada, the empanada, and the guac on the side. Like that's everything. <laughs> so I hope that that was helpful um if so be sure to let me know i would love to know what you guys are grasping what you're taking hold of um and then also i am i need people to pray for so let me know um if there's anything that i could be praying for you guys for and i'll be sure to do it in the meantime you can be sure to keep up with the show at power and pros podcast on instagram be sure that if you're not already signed up for the pros and praise pages newsletter to do so via the link in the show notes and i am so appreciative of you guys we have been doing this thing for a minute and i'm happy to get back to it recording this episode was part of my healing um and my faithfulness right me being me repeating to what God said to me back to him <laughs> was part of, partly in me recording this episode. And so as you guys are going through your week, I hope that you do the same thing. Whatever God said, hold on to it, profess it, and live it out as best as you can. One day at a time, one step at a time. I love you guys. Remember to profess your power and there's power in prose.